I'm so close. I am so close. Oh, I'm so close to coming. Oh, damn. I lost it. Oh, are you one of the many women who has a hard time orgasming during sex? Or maybe you never had an orgasm with a partner. Or would you like how to make your orgasms even better? Well, if this sounds like you, then this episode is going to share the tips and secrets that you need to know about that elusive orgasm. Today, we're going to talk all about orgasms because, well, (laughs) because a good orgasm just can't be beat. Are you ready to cut through the BS and get down to the truth about sex and love? Welcome to the Great Sex Podcast. I'm Dr. Heather England, a certified sex therapist and relationship expert. Join me for candid conversations that address what you truly want to know and answer your burning questions. I want to empower you to ignite your sex and love life. You know, orgasms are free. Plus, they make you feel really good. They help you sleep better and they enhance your health. But for many women, they are really elusive. I've worked with lots of women who struggle to orgasm with their partner and they feel incredible pressure. Many of them feel like they're letting their partners down or making them feel like they aren't really good lovers when they can't orgasm. And they know their partners want them to climax. So it puts an awful lot of pressure on them. But there are lots of reasons why we women have a more difficult time with orgasms. So there are several questions I want to ask. Are you relying on penetration? Are you or your partner stimulating your clitoris enough and in the right way? Are you giving yourself enough time? Are you overthinking or worrying about having your orgasm? Do you think something's wrong with you? Like you're broken? If you don't have an orgasm, there's lots of ways to reach orgasm as a woman. You can reach it through clitoral stimulation, through vaginal stimulation, including that wonderful G-spot, or through stimulating one of your erogenous zones, such as your breasts. A clitoral orgasm in a woman is the closest to a male orgasm. But a mistake that many people make is they rely on penetration. And only 21 to 30% of women can actually orgasm from intercourse without other clitoral stimulation. Yeah, mind-blowing. We all think everybody's supposed to have an orgasm from intercourse, but no, it is really hard to do. So if you are in that 70 plus percent that can't orgasm from intercourse, you're in the majority. Yet we all seem to think the end-all be-all of sex is intercourse. Isn't that what Hollywood shows us? Don't we see couples just like ripping their clothes off and bypassing foreplay and jumping right into intercourse where they have these earth-shattering simultaneous orgasms? But you know what? That's not real life. You need enough stimulation to your erogenous zones, especially your clitoris, but maybe also your breasts and your G-spots in order to have that orgasm. And different parts turn different women on. Everybody's different. So maybe your breasts aren't your thing, but 
for somebody else, maybe their breasts are the thing that really gets them really aroused. You might just need a lot of touching on your clitoris. That's okay. Whatever you need sexually is okay. It's your body. And only you can know where you need to be touched and how long you need to be touched and what type of touch you need. So another big mistake that women make is they don't take enough time for their orgasm. Men usually orgasm within the first five to 10 minutes of direct stimulation, but women take as much as 30 minutes to get there. That is a huge difference. So if it's taking you longer than it takes your male partner, well, that's why. It's how you're biologically, physically wired. It does take you longer. So many women have never had an orgasm just because they haven't given themselves enough time to get there. And they're feeling so much pressure to get there quicker. You really need to take time during foreplay. A lot of couples jump into intercourse way too quickly and they just completely bypass foreplay. But really, we're going to talk about this a lot. Intercourse shouldn't be your goal of sex. Your goal should really be pleasure and connection. So whatever feels pleasurable to you and connecting is a-okay. Even if you don't want to orgasm, it's totally okay. It's what you want out of your sexual experience. And you're not wrong. Okay, so I want to talk about another orgasm killer, and that is stress. And this can be stress about life in general or about your sexual performance. You know, our bodies are biologically wired to have trouble orgasming when we're stressed. So the more you're stressed about whether or not you're taking too long to have an orgasm or whether you're losing it or whether you're on that journey to your orgasm, the more you keep thinking about that and you're stressed about that, the harder you're making it to have an orgasm. So this is where all of that pressure you feel to have an orgasm is actually really harmful for you. So let's talk about some tips that can help you. Masturbation. Yeah, I know. Lots of feelings come up when we say that word, right? Because how many of our parents actually sat us down and said, hey, honey, I want you to masturbate. It's really important for you to touch yourself and learn what feels good. No, our parents didn't do that. No one talked about it. It was shameful, right? So when you did touch yourself, you kind of did feel a little like awkward and and ashamed and you didn't want anybody to catch you. But masturbation is completely normal. And it's one of the best ways to really learn about how to touch yourself. And when you masturbate, you can use a sex toy. You can use your fingers, but you can use a sex toy. Vibrators are wonderful sex toys to help you get to orgasm quickly. And if you're someone who has really struggled with having an orgasm, pull out a vibrator. You can do it when you're masturbating and you can also do it in partnered sex. So mindfulness techniques are actually something that as sex therapists, we use with our clients to help them to become better at sex. So what that would look like is when you are being mindful, you're being in the moment, you're 
present with sex. So you're more likely to notice all of the different sexual cues and all the ways that things feel good to you, whether that's sounds, smells, touch, you know, just that feeling, that good, pleasurable feeling in your body that's going on sexually. What mindfulness allows us to do is if we have a distracting thought come into our head, like, oh, am I taking too long? Am I going to come? Is he getting tired of me? Um, Gosh, you know, I got to remember to flip the laundry before I go to bed tonight. You know, any of those thoughts that we have as women when we're having sex, right? Do I smell good? Do I look good? Do I taste good? Oh, this has to be awful for my partner to be doing gross. Like any of those thoughts that pop into our head, well, they're going to kind of take you out of the zone that you need to be in in order to get an orgasm because they completely distract you. It's like they throw you off your game. I like to think of an orgasm as you're going up to the top of a roller coaster. And as you're going up and you're going up and things feel good, you just keep going up, right? But when you have a distracting thought, it like kind of resets you back to the beginning. And then sometimes it can get even harder to get to the top where you have your orgasm. So mindfulness can be really, really helpful for you because it can allow you to stay present and in the moment and just keep yourself in the game of having that orgasm. I want to talk about something that is kind of linked to mindfulness. And it's something that a lot of people do to themselves. It's spectatoring. So spectatoring is where you're actually observing your performance in the moment sexually, and you're giving yourself feedback about it. And usually the feedback is negative. So when you find yourself spectatoring, you need to shut that down. You need to say, whoa, I'm going to pull myself back to the present moment. So when you do mindfulness activities, we always recommend people start learning mindfulness outside of the bedroom first. So learn to do some relaxation breathing, learn to harness your thoughts so you stay in the present moment. And the more you're able to develop that as a skill, the more then you'll be able to apply it sexually. The final thing I want to talk about is your mindset. Own your orgasm. It's your orgasm. And if you go into a sexual encounter with a mindset that you are powerful and sexy and you're going to have an orgasm, the more likely you're going to get there in whatever way you need to get to your orgasm, whether it's using a toy, whether it's your partner touching you, whether it's you touching yourself during partnered sex. However you need to get to your orgasm is a-okay, but your partner is not responsible for your orgasm. Only you are. Everyone is responsible for their own orgasm. So let me summarize what we talked about today so you can have a no BS takeaway of something you can easily implement to make your love and sex life better. We talked about a number of ways to increase your orgasm skills. Don't rely on penetration, take your time, don't feel rushed, get enough stimulation to the right places for the right amount of time. Become an expert on your body. That includes what turns you on and what type of touch feels good. Use masturbation to learn the best ways to get yourself to orgasm. 
and use mindfulness techniques to learn to be present and focus on the good feels and not get distracted. And finally, own your orgasm. So I want you to choose at least one of these and just work on it and give yourself some grace. This is a process. If you keep working at it, you can get there. So just start with one thing. And then when you master that, then you can move on to adding something else. So thanks for listening to the Great Sex Podcast, where we share the real truth about love and sex and empower you to change your relationship. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes. And you know, I'd really appreciate a five-star review. That would help out a lot, especially in these early stages. Also, if you want some ways to add some spice to your sex life, check out my free resource, 69 Ways to Add Spice to Your Sex Life at lovefilledlife.com forward slash 69 ways. That's lovefilledlife.com forward slash 69 ways and 69 is listed as, as the numbers. So thanks so much for listening. And remember, life is too short for bad sex. See you next time.